Hey guys, welcome back to Because Life. I hope everybody had an amazing holiday season and now we're all ready to get back into the grind. My guest for today is going to be Lully. She's a wife, a mom of two pups and a little boy who is finding his voice. Guys, let's send her some prayers because he just found the power of no. So she's also an attorney and wants me to say that she's not a nutritionist. She's just a mom who was tired of putting herself last and is here to share her postpartum wellness journey and what the faster way to fat loss has taught her about safely and effectively incorporating intermittent fasting into her life. Everybody's in to, you know, a new year and trying to change for the better. Um, and this podcast, along with the last episode, hopefully will give some people some ideas of something that they can stay committed to um, rather than just following into you know different fads and diets that um, may not be correct or work into your lifestyle the way that some of these other programs can. Hi, Lily. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi there. Happy to be here. So tell me a little bit about, you know, how you kind of got on this journey, what kind of triggered you to take it back to being about you and putting yourself first for a little bit, even in the chaos of having kids and pups and husbands and work and all that jazz. So tell me a little bit about your journey. Yeah, so my story is probably not unfamiliar to um, to many moms. <laughs> you know, I struggled with getting pregnant, had... Um, some multiple losses, then, you know, finally did get pregnant and had a baby and who is the most precious thing in the world. Um, but is also just, just sort of the whole transition in becoming a, a new mom was completely overwhelming to me in particular. Um, I loved being a mom. I loved my baby, but a lot of it was just I was in survival mode for the first, you know, few months. And after, you know, maybe about like three months or so, I um, I kept on saying, you know, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start getting back to me. But I just could never find the time, you know, like, where do you find the time anymore? You know, between, you know, I, I was lucky enough to be out of on maternity leave for four months. So I realize I'm very lucky in that sense, because we still don't have paid um, maternity leave in the United States, which is insane, it, completely insane. I mean, criminal. But so I do realize that I was already, you know, I was already, really, very fortunate in the sense where I was able to be home with my with my baby for for four months. But then when I started, when I went back to work, then it just it was an added layer of things that I needed to do. You know, had to, you know, be a good mom, be a good employee, be a good wife. You know, not forget to feed my dogs. <laughs> and you know, I kept trying to like I've always you know have worked out, and I will and working out sort of just helps me with, you know, my sanity. And I kept trying to do that. And I couldn't find the time. And meanwhile, I would watch my husband get up at five o'clock in the morning and walk out the door without a care in the world. And he's just like, okay, peace out. I'm going to CrossFit, which, you know, good for him. I mean, that's, that's great. But at the same time, I started to feel a little resentful towards him. I'm just like, well, why can't I just get up yep. and go? <laughs> you know, I just want to get up and go. And yep. I was also... <laughs> And I was also nursing. So on top of it, you know, between, you know, me trying to, I'm, I used to be a gym person. So between me trying to find a gym that was close enough to home that, 
you know, I could get to work out in the morning, but then also with the changing baby schedule, as far as sleep goes and nursing, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I just, I can't work out at home. So one day, I mean, I can't work out at the gym. So one day when my husband was leaving, mind you, my husband who also kept on reminding me or kept telling me like, you know, you should really take time to yourself. I'm like, it's really easy for you to say. And I know he was coming from a loving place, but I'm like, right. But at- sometimes shut the fuck up. Exactly. I, I look at him and be like, yeah, that's really easy for you to say. I mean, like, right. I walk at that door and I'm like, my, my trips or like my, my getaways were like to go to CVS. <laughs> right. Know? Right. <laughs> So, or Target. God or Target. Leave yes. the house for By more myself. than 10 minutes. Yeah. Yes. So at the same time, one of my um, friends from Orange Theory was posting about this program that she was doing and she was working out at home. And I was like, well, if Amanda can work out at home with two babies, I'm sure I can do it. And I was hesitant because I always like to sort of like research everything before I join and then that one morning he walked out and the baby started crying within like two seconds of him leaving the leaving and I was just like okay I'm done I'm signing up for this program if whether I last or don't last I really don't care but right now I know that I need something different in my life I know that I need need to do something yes I need to do something for me so you know I'm just going to join and see how it goes (laughs) so that's sort of so really me being annoyed and resentful towards my husband <laughs> helped helped me, which is kind of an asshole thing to to say, but it's the truth. Right. And I think, you know, being being a new mom, having mm-hmm. like a whole new person thrown on you, and then you have your regular life stuff. Plus you have the husband and in your case you have the animals. And, you know, there's this outside of baby life and juggling all of that, you can feel overwhelmed and you can feel like you lost control of everything. Yeah. Um so I guess like finding this one thing that you could have control over brought you back to that little sanity that you once had. Yes, it did. And, you know, and also one of the benefits, so, you know, the program that I'm doing, anyways, it's called Faster Way to Fat Loss. Um, it's one of the fastest growing companies in the United States. It's, um, it's the fastest growing health, uh, wealth, um, health and nutrition program in, in the marketplace. So, but the intermittent fasting part of it also helped so much with regulating my hormones, with making me feel happier. And I'm sure that, I mean, if you haven't heard about intermittent fasting, I think you're probably like hiding under a rock (laughs) someplace. I mean, I'm probably sure that a lot of you are tired about hearing about, um, tired of hearing about intermittent fasting, but um, there are a lot of people, there's been so much you know, media out there, and especially lately on intermittent fasting. So what, which is, is, is good, because I've note I've, it's been a life changer for me, it's been a total life changer in, in terms of my mood and how I feel and just gaining control over food. But it does scare me in the sense where, you know, Jenna and Hoda are on the Today Show jumping on scales and talking about intermittent fasting. There's various CNN articles on intermittent fasting. And, than just people trying to do this on their own and not doing it the right way. So really what I wanted to talk about was, you know, if you want to try intermittent fasting, like sort of what are the, the myths and mistakes that's that, you know, I frequently in talking to people about my journey and hearing about their um, their own journey. And, and a lot of friends that I, I've talked to have tried intermittent fasting, but have not done it um, in a safe or effective way. So right. 
I feel like a lot of people, they do it without really knowing. Mm -hmm. um, So that it becomes like an incorrect type of fasting. Um, Correct. And then you end up losing some weight. You're like, oh, yay, three pounds in two days. But then you're like, oh, let me just start eating. Or you go out for you with your friends for the weekend. Then all of a sudden, everything's come back like by five pounds. Yeah. Or, you, or you're fasting and then you're stuffing your face with French fries and potato chips right, and right. stuff, which, yes, I, I do eat French fries. I eat potato chips. But, you know, you eat that in moderation. So um, have you tried intermittent fasting by any chance? Um, again, I'm probably one of those people that have done it without really knowing that I'm doing it. Yeah, because you're a mom. Because I'm a mom. <laughs> and I have zero time. I actually, in the past, I want to say six months, mm-hmm. I don't think I've actually had a proper dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, I just automatically started um, eating a bigger breakfast and a bigger lunch. And then by the time I got home, I would you know, literally walk into the room and it'll be all kids all the time. Until mm-hmm. they go to sleep. And then in general, um, I have a little bit of reflux. So I don't like eating past seven o'clock, which also I think has helped me kind of manage my weight a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. So once yeah, it's past so- seven, I just mm-hmm. don't really eat so much. So I know that is a huge part of intermittent fasting. So I feel like I've been doing it without really knowing. Yeah, you have. Doing it correctly. <laughs> no, you definitely have been doing it. I mean, if you're just the way that your schedule is. And so that's one of the first, like, so one of the first myths about intermittent fasting is that it's a diet. So it was actually the, the most Googled quote unquote diet in 2019, but it's not a diet. And I know that you say you're allergic to diets. Everybody is allergic to diets. You know, you guys, the word die is literally in diet. <laughs> You know? my God. And I literally do die every time I think about yes, it. Exactly. You know, who wants to do a diet? Like I am the queen of trying every single restricted diet out there because since I was 14, you know, just because of the culture I was, you know, that I'm, you know, my culture and the fact that I was raised in a Colombian household in Miami, you know, you're never skinny enough or, you know, lean enough. So, um, but intermittent fasting is not a diet. It's simply just an eating schedule. So just like you said, you know, like you are eating, you tend to eat a bigger breakfast, lunch, and then, you know, you're not having dinner because you're busy with the kids. Well, that's sort of like, that's your eating schedule. I don't love the fact that you're just probably having, you know, breakfast and lunch, you probably should be eating more. But the first, you know, the sort of the first myth about intermittent fasting is that it's a diet. It's not a diet. It's just simply an eating schedule. In the faster way, we follow what we call a 16-8 protocol, which means that we, I fast for 16 hours and then I consume all of my macros or my food within an eight-hour eating window. So that's my, that's my particular eating window. Okay. So a lot of the time you're sleeping, so that helps, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, but the tough part is actually making sure that you consume all of those all that food in that eight hours so yeah you you may want to you you particularly choco may want to just eat a little more and i will say i i, I mean said, i do snack don't okay get me wrong. okay good I, I am snacking in between my two meals okay good. um yeah. which you know probably adds to some of my problems but i am snacking i just try mm-hmm. just because like i said you know getting home and then mm-hmm. just jumping straight into bath time and you know yeah sleeping it's busy time and yeah. all stuff. so um I definitely try to get more of my meals in. And I feel like I'm not as hungry towards the end of the day either. Yeah, me either. Um, since I did switch this all out because, like I said, I just I feel more bloated and more, mm-hmm. you know, gross if I eat past 7 o'clock. And then my body can tell, like, if I go out to dinner with friends, 
on the weekends or anything, I might, but like, I feel gross afterwards. So yeah. um, you definitely see the difference when you, you know, block out your hours and see yeah, we- I think a good thing, the good thing about intermittent fasting is, like I said, a lot of people do it without really realizing it. And it's just also just making healthier choices with what you do eat. Yes. So it's not so much a diet where you have to follow certain protocols or you have, you know, you can't eat this, you can't eat cheese, you can't eat bread. It's just more about making smarter choices and just figuring out your schedule, which let's be real. Everybody is super busy these days yes. and everybody's multitasking. So food sometimes does take a backseat, which is good and bad because it can lead to, oh, let me just go through a drive through real quick because it's right here. It's convenient. Which, on a side note, I wish they did have healthier drive-through yes. options. Yes, I do wish that they did have healthier drive-through <laughs> options. But, but yeah, it's you know, and it's and then that sort of leads into my second myth. You know, intermittent fasting is not a one-size-fits-all. You know, there are some people that honestly shouldn't be doing intermittent fasting. If you have adrenal fatigue, if you have sub um, suboptimal thyroid function. If you're nursing, for example, when I started the program when I was nursing, I did do the 16-8 protocol, but there were certain, for the most part, but there were certain days where if the baby was all up all night, you know, crying or I was nursing or I was extra tired, I wouldn't do 16-8. You know, I'd listen to my body and I'm like, okay, if my body's telling me I'm starving at 12 hours, I would just eat, you know, because, you know, life gets in the way and and you need to listen to your body. And so it's not a definitely not a one size fits all all. So kind of what scares me sometimes when I see all these articles about intermittent fasting and, and I see all the posts about intermittent fasting is that people are trying this without any guidance. Um, as as somebody who has thyroid issues, you know, I know for a fact that my thyroid issues, you know, led to me dealing with infertility for, for, you know, a few months before we got that under control you know, so you don't, fasting will add ad, added stress to your body. So if you do struggle with some hormone issues, it's probably best to speak to a nutritionist, go to a doctor, get those underlying um, issues under control before you start something as extreme as a 16-8 window, for example. You may want to try a 12-12 while you're getting all of your hormones regulated. And especially as women, and it's unfair, but especially as women, we struggle so much more with hormones than, than our, than men do, you know? So. Right. And I do want to remind listeners that, you know, we're not nutritionists. We're not um, dietitians. Um, I am in the medical field, but I have zero authority in telling anybody how to diet. And I do recommend if you do have things like thyroid, um, issues, diabetes, anything chronic, um, definitely talk to your, you know, primary care or your specialist about doing any type of dieting, fasting, um, any of these programs, um, that we've talked about either on the podcast or that you've heard of online or Facebook or whatever, because a lot of these things can throw you off, even mm-hmm. holistic stuff, like herbal medications and stuff can throw you off. And then that causes more problems than, not so even though some of this stuff can help overall diet and weight and and all that stuff it can that can ultimately help all the chronic issues it can be a vicious cycle if you don't handle it correctly and really know what you're doing essentially correct i can't stress that enough <laughs> you definitely we are yeah. not nutritionists we are not dietitians we're not doctors you know so you are at least in the medical field i am not <laughs> so 
and you always want to research and you always want to speak to your to your doctor when um you know when I was nursing I my coach was like well I do it while nursing but you want you know you'll want to get clearance from your doctor to see if if this is something that you can do and I did so right and everybody's bodies are different everybody Mm -hmm. you know handles stress and food differently um you know I know my 20-year body handled my food intake a lot differently than now. (laughs) Um, So, you know. (laughs) It's not our gator days anymore. (laughs) It's so sad. I know, unfortunately. (laughs) Adulting. Adulting's hard. So then. be able to take vacations from it. I know. So then, you know, the third myth sometimes that I run into or just, or the sort of like maybe more more than a myth, a mistake that people... um, that people make when they when they start thinking about intermittent fasting is the fact that, you know, they think that intermittent fasting is only going to work well because they are eating less. And yes, if you eat less, you will lose weight. <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was at my previous job, I had seen, you know, I had joined at a time where a mom was, um, where a, my coworker was pregnant. And then afterwards, I mean, shortly afterwards, she, I saw her after having her baby and she was extremely thin. And I was just like, oh my goodness, you, you know, you look amazing. Like, what have you been doing? She's like, oh, it's the best thing ever. I was like, well, what is it? I mean, mind you, this is me. I'm like, I'm, I'm down to try whatever to lose weight. And I was right. like, oh, oh, tell me, tell me, what is it? She's like, oh, I'm just not eating. I was like, Oh God! <laughs> I was like, "Well, no shit." Right. Which is if, not healthy. No. At the same time. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, no shit." If you don't eat, you're gonna lose weight. Yes, but <laughs> but you are going to damage your hormones and your metabolism for a really long, you know, for for a for for a time. So, under eating will cause hormonal and metabolic damage. It just will. So, you know, yes you know, intermittent fasting, go ahead. So I think also a good point to make as well as, you know, like I said before, after having kids, you do feel, um, I mean, your world absolutely changes because you Mm -hmm. have this little being that's now outside your body and you have to take care of it. But you also feel like you've lost control of everything. And one of the biggest things you feel like you lost control over is your body and your weight gain and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And People don't realize that, you know, we're not living in a celebrity world. Well, most of us aren't, um, you know, we don't have the nutritionists. We don't have the cooks. We don't have the, mm-hmm. the personal trainers. We don't have all these people that are just doing everything for us to get yeah. us back in the shape that we would ideally want to be in or that we were before kids. And the body needs time to heal and like have its own process. And I think, you know, people need to kind of not, you know, not saying people get pregnant and forget about everything. But if you get pregnant and have a baby, understand that your body is going to change just like your world is about to change. And you have to give your body time to get back to where it's supposed to be. And then after it gets back, then you can start doing all these other, you know, diets and nutrition changes and exercising all that stuff. And there's a reason that, you know, at least ideally we hear we get six to eight weeks um, because it takes about that long for the body to even heal properly. So, um, you know, jumping, not jumping into things just because, um, you know, you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I, I can't deal with this in my life. No. And, and I can't, I mean, 
exercising grace is so important and exercising grace with yourself. I mean, I think as women and as, as mothers, especially, we always afford each, you know, other people grace and we're always, you know, very accommodating to everybody else. And, and we forgive people, but we don't, we don't exercise that same grace with ourselves. Like, you know, you literally just created life, you know, it's not like this whole bounce back mentality. Like, you don't need to bounce back. Like, girl, you, right. you trust me, you are already a queen. Like, you don't need to bounce back. And also, I mean, I always say, I'm like, you know, anybody can look like Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez has a chef, a personal trainer. Um, she has all the best quality, in, you know, food. So it's just, it, that's, that's a different, that's you not know, reality it's not reality. It's a different lifestyle, different means and just and her, and her job is to look good if my job was to look good trust me I would look good you know? right right my eight hours of being in the office would be eight hours at the gym exactly exactly and so so yes if you're trying intermittent fasting just because you think like okay if I cut out breakfast or in your case I cut out dinner I'm just going to eat less and I'm going to lose weight yes you will lose weight but that's only going to be temporary as soon as you start eating again you will bring you will gain the weight back and it's just it's just simply not sustainable I, I know people that have tried intermittent fasting and they're like I did it but I felt horrible because I was always hungry and I'm like right and so they stopped doing it I'm like well yeah you weren't doing it correctly you know you shouldn't I am not I mean within my eating window I'm I'm hungry and I will eat and my coworkers will tell you like yesterday I had a huge you know chicken salad and then in two hours, I was hungry again. And my coworkers will go with me to go get like a second lunch. <laughs> you know, and they're like, uh-huh. they're like, how are you hungry again? And I'm just like, I just had a chicken, a grilled chicken salad. Like, of course, I'm going to be hungry again in two I hours. I ate grass. <laughs> yes. So, you know, it really only, intermittent fasting really only works when you're eating the right foods, you know, at the right times, you know, you know. In the, in the faster way, we also practice, we practice intermittent fasting and we combine that with um, carb cycling. And then we also pair that with, you know, effective and efficient, which efficient is my favorite word as a mom, <laughs> you know, 30 minutes yeah. or less workouts. Um, and you're working out for the, you know, for the right reasons, you're eating the foods for the right reasons, and you're doing it all at the same time. So it's not just the intermittent fasting, but it's the intermittent fasting, it's the food choices, it's the carb cycling, it's the, you know, effective and efficient workouts, like nobody has time. I mean, Choka, you don't have time to be at the gym for an hour, hour and a half every single day. Like nobody has time for that. I haven't stepped foot inside of a gym in almost 15 years. Exactly. <laughs> that's just me, guys. That's yeah. just me. <laughs> I mean, there's some women out there that can do it. And I'm like, good for you. I'm just, I'm not that mama. <laughs> I can't yeah. do it. Like today, as you know, we, we were supposed to record a week ago and mm-hmm. life got in the way. And today my child also decided that instead of her usually scheduled programmed nap, she was going to be like, no, I'm going to sabotage your day. So now yeah. she's downstairs watching TV <laughs> while I'm recording. Because <laughs> that's what she gets. <laughs> So cute. And then just, you know, sort of like the last myth is when people think that more is better. So people will try intermittent fasting. They're like, oh my goodness, I feel amazing. And I will say like out out of the faster way program, you know, the intermittent fasting is just one component, but I think it's what I felt the benefits from almost immediately was, you know, the brain fog being gone, the increased energy, my mood, you know, I was so much happier, which my husband was like, oh, I love whatever you're doing. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're not as moody. Thanks, husband. Uh, Thanks. Yes. But, you know, so people feel great 
And then people are like, okay, well, I'm doing 16-8. How about if I do a 24? Like, how about if I fast for 20 hours and then only eat within my four-hour window? What if I do a 24-hour fast every single week? And then what if I also then all of a sudden start, you know, not eating carbs and going keto? And I mean, that's it's just, too much. it's way too much. You know, more is not always better. You need to sort of, you know, bring it back and, you know, and approach it in a sense where like, okay, if you're trying this for the first time, you're just going to do intermittent fasting. You'll choose whatever window you, whatever window works for you. So if you want, if a 12, 12 works for you, if 16, eight works for you, like for example, I eat, my eating window itself is from 12 to eight. So I will eat from 12 to eight and then I'll fast from 8 PM until 12 the next day. You choose whatever works for you. And then if you want to incorporate carb cycling, great but don't try to do everything all at once and then also you know kill yourself at the gym and it's just it's way too much you're gonna put too much stress on your body you're gonna get sick (laughs) you know you'll probably come down with a flu or something like that because your body is just under too much stress right I think that's important to note as well that you know all these these diets and programs that everybody hears about it's not you're not supposed to be miserable while you're doing it you're supposed to still kind of feel good and let it you know, flawlessly fall into your day to day and not make it an extra added stress because um, then it loses the whole point of it and you're just even more miserable and you feel like you're losing even more control. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it just needs to kind of, at, you know, enhance your lifestyle, not, you know, bring it down more. No, I, I do want to say, sorry, mm-hmm. just no, another side note um, between this episode and the last episode and maybe a couple of the episodes that I've done, I don't do any of these things. So I'm just another listener like you guys are learning about the things that are out there. Um, So again, you know, we're not, you know, Lily's gone through it and she's found success with it. And there's plenty of people that have. And like she said, not everybody's made up for this stuff. So Mm -hmm. kind of finding which one does fit best for your lifestyle and your body type is, I think, the first step in making sure it's going to work so you can stay committed to it. Oh, completely agree. I mean, I think what you're what you want to look for is something that you think is sustainable and something that is simple. <laughs> you know, you right. You know, and it's simple and, and and when I say simple, I don't mean not easy. So simple means, you know, simplicity, convenience, but know that when when you're trying to make any lifestyle change, it's gonna be hard. You know, and you do, you know, it's not, you, we always say this, you know, like, stop trying to skip the struggle. Like, progress only comes from struggling. And, you know, but, but you do, when you're looking for a sort of a lifestyle change, you want something that is going to be convenient, simple, and also sustainable. Because, you, you know, I've done it all. I've done, oh my goodness, I've done the... Um, what was the, like the nutrition ones that would, you would heat up your food in the microwave or whatever, like the lean cuisines. Yeah. <laughs> I did yes. the, the lean cuisines. I did Atkins for like two days and I was like, I can't not eat carbs. I was like, I know myself, I cannot not eat carbs. <laughs> um, I've done, I've done everything, everything out there I've done. And it's not sustainable because you're usually, I've done Weight Watchers. You're usually trying to be like extremely restrictive on what you're eating. And at some point, you know, a birthday is going to come along, a trip is going to come along, you know, you're just going to get tired of not eating, you're going to be so miserable that you're like, I just need to eat. And then you just sort of go through like this whole binge and purge, you know, 
stage where it's it's not fun and it's it's and you feel awful and you feel guilty about food and like you shouldn't feel guilty about the fact that you're eating you know if you want to go out there and you want to have a piece of pie have a piece of pie and just tomorrow don't have that piece of pie <laughs> you know try right. to eat a little better right. yeah yeah it's all about making healthier choices and mm-hmm. you know with this new year approaching you know this is the next two months is every gold every um gym owner's best time of year (laughs) um with all those contracts that they get so you know think about before you just jump into something you know in this this day and age there's so many more options than just getting on a treadmill or going to the gym um there's other lifestyle changes that can be made that um will ultimately help in a long run um and help with commitment with it so be smart with choices that you're making with food diet and exercise um, rather than just jump into anything because then it's just a waste of your time and money and, and added Correct. stress. Correct. And added stress and nobody needs that. Yeah. So, I mean, so just to end, I just want, probably wanted to share some tips for those that people that are interested in giving intermittent fasting a try in 2020. So if my sort of like go to go tips for anybody that does ask me, you know, it's just like work with somebody who knows about intermittent fasting, whether that's either, you know, whether that's your, your, your nutritionist, your dietitian, or a program, for example, like the faster way, you know, you really shouldn't do this without guidance. You do want to make sure that you're eating enough because that's one of the biggest mistakes that we see. You are not eating enough. I mean, Choka, I will tell you that I have never eaten so much and have lost as much, you know, fat as, as I have, you know, it's, it's just crazy. I remember, I remember at the beginning of the program as a client sitting in front of my fridge being like, oh my goodness, I need to eat more. Like I, like how much more can I eat? This is crazy. Um, another tip is, you know, know that the first few days will be rough. I was, you know, a breakfast person. I never thought that I would not be a breakfast person. Breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. Um, know that the first few days are going to be rough, um, but you do like anything, you know, you get used to it. So um, a lot of people fear fasting. I used to be one of those people, um, but, you know, if I can do it, trust me, you can do it. Uh, drink lots of water. Water is your best friend. You know, make sure to drink lots of water, tea. Um, you can have coffee within your intermittent, um, within your fasting window, um, but without, you know, sugar and preferably a non-dairy creamer um and then my last two tips are I think are really the most important like do it within a community tell your friend grab a friend that's also interested do it with her do it with him do it with your spouse you know I think it's so strange and I was thinking about this today you know in a world where I think that we've never been as connected we're you know, just in terms of social media, the fact that, I mean, you're you're in New Jersey and I'm in Miami and we're we're able to do this podcast. We're so connected, but yet yet so disconnected at the same time. And community is so important. You know, we're not meant to go through this life alone. We're not meant to struggle alone. Um, So with any lifestyle change, there are going to be certain obstacles and, and struggles that come along with that. So you want to make sure that you're doing it along with somebody to encourage you and to struggle alongside of you to push you when you're, you know, when you're not, when you're not feeling your best and, and to just have fun with it. Um, and then my last one is, you know, progress, not perfection. So I, especially as a type A person, if like, I'm the type of person mm. that makes a, a to-do list and if I don't get everything off my to-do list, I get really upset with myself. And something I've learned through, you know, the faster way is just to focus on progress, not perfection. 
you will not meet your fasting, you know, window every single day. I mean, I today is a is New Year's Eve. If you think that I'm not gonna have a late dinner with my family and enjoy, you know, maybe enjoy some dessert and eat past my eating window, like you're crazy. Like some life happens. Um, you know, we always say, you know, memories over macros, like you will not fast whether I mean you won't meet your fasting window every single day. And that's just that just happens. But try to stay consistent with it at least and then notice the progress and praise yourself for the progress that you're making during, you know, your journey. Well, thank you so, so much. You are amazing. You look amazing. Um, you're an amazing mama Aww, to the beautiful you. little boy. Um, My little guy. And I love you so much. And I love I you. wish everybody a happy and healthy um, new year and 2020. Let's get out and do this, guys. Amen. Um, Till next time. Bye-bye. Love you.